So <laughs> the instructions we got um, were walk down this alleyway, you'll see a, the second metal door, bang on the door and somebody will let you in. So we go and we bang on the door and nobody's answering. And then all of a sudden it props open a little bit and there's like a dog there. And I'm like, is this the venue? <laughs> they had a fucking dog working the door, man. <laughs> Welcome back, Bannock folks. You're listening to another episode of Bannockdotes. If it's your first time, we're the show that holds it down for the underground sound here in Ontario, Canada. That's right. We take unsigned underground acts and uh, showcase them throughout the show. You know, genres such as punk, hardcore, screamo, metal, uh, shoegaze, you know, anything with the distortion pedal on. And uh, we bring some of those musicians on, some of the photographers, promoters, anybody involved in music culture, and have them tell some of their wildest stories they have from being around bands because everybody's got a crazy band story. And uh, we're the show for you to tell it again. And I'm your host, Phil Paxton. Thank you for joining me this week. If you weren't already, make sure you like, subscribe, rate, review, leave a comment in the comment section. Do all that fun jazz. Tell a friend about a band that you've heard on here. You know, show them some music. Uh, tell them a funny story that you've heard from here. Tell them about the show. It's all good stuff here. It's all we're all friendly. And uh, follow us on our Instagram at Banecdotes. And uh, if you want to get in contact with me, pretty easy to get in contact with. But you can also hit us up at Banecdotes at gmail.com. I also do these episodes of the new music of the month where I feature as much of the Ontario music that's coming out in that month. And uh, I also do Throwback Thursday episodes showcasing all sorts of cool bands that aren't around anymore uh, that, you know, I grew up listening to. Dates, 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 dates. That's right. Shows and events are finally back at 100% capacity with mask vax, of course. And the old warehouse here in Niagara is putting on some events left, right, and center. November 19th and 20th, we have the Dirty Nil coming to town. The three-piece powerhouse. They're going to put on a hell of a performance but if you don't already have a ticket for that you're gonna be out of luck because those shows are sold out the next day after that november 21st we have the warehouse flea vintage market which is like a really cool event that they throw where all sorts of independent businesses show up and sell really cool thrifted items which is awesome such a good time december 3rd we have my son the hurricane which is like the 12 piece brass funk band with the multi-singer uh you know multi-instrument they put on a crazy show i definitely go tell you to sh- check them out if you aren't already and this is a banecdotes exclusive that's right we're putting together a show december 5th and that's with category 514 those folks are coming all the way from montreal we got reality denied playing we got cohesion gavel and last wretch, it's going to be a hell of a time. So make sure you go get your tickets online. You could go to warehouseniagara.com and uh, get your ticket online. There's no reason why you can't. In this day and age, it's so easy. Everything's online. I don't have cash. I rarely carry cash. No reason for you to show up with some cash and, you know, get a dirty, give them a dirty bill or something like that. No, go go get it in advance. Use your debit card. Come on. It's the 2021. And, uh... December 8th, we got Danko Jones playing, and uh, yeah, so shows are back, 
and it's a good time. And the folks who are outside of Niagara um, that really this doesn't pertain to or you have no interest in, make sure you go support your venues in your cities. You know, uh, the pandemic has took a lot of small businesses. And now that we are kind of slowly going back in the swings, give your money to the places that really couldn't work for the last year and a half. And uh, yeah, support those local venues and, and small businesses and, and, and bands. Go pick up a t-shirt. Friggin' go to shows more. I mean, it's it's exciting to be back. Let's, let's have a time with it. <laughs> All right. This week, my guest is Alyssa Nicole. She was a great time to speak with, even though she is a Megadeth fan and I'm a Metallica fan. <laughs> we can still get along. <laughs> it's like that meme with the two arms. It's just like Metallica fans and Megadeth fans come together. Banecdotes. <laughs> just just playing around. No, we had a great conversation. Uh, she uh, is in the three-piece Astral Witch, which are kind of like a doomy, grungy. She, we had kind of had our conversation about you know describing your genre a bit and it can be tough but altogether we had a great conversation you know what i'm gonna shut my yap and we're gonna get on with the show i'm gonna start off with some music here's a tune by astral witch their song embodied
Good evening, Alyssa. How are you doing? How's your day been so far? It has been an absolutely fantastic day. I'm just counting down the days until uh, the big spooky Halloween celebrations. Oh, yeah. Do you got big plans? I do, actually. Um, Astro Witch, my band, my current band, is uh, playing a gig at The Monarch. Oh, is that that's in Hamilton? It's in Toronto. Oh, Toronto. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, who are you guys playing with? We are playing with um, Haxon, who was like, they were a big surprise kind of added um, at the end there. But Haxon, I think, is headlining, um, Cherry Hooker, and us. So three-band lineup. It's going to be a good show. Um, it's weird gigging in a pandemic. This is going to be our second show in like two years. So Wow. It's, it's weird to say that, eh? Yeah. It is really strange, but we, we are looking forward to it. We're, we try to get in as many practices as possible, hopefully debut a new song and kind of go from there, right? Right on. <laughs> yeah, so And that's on Halloween? On Halloween night, the Sunday night, um, I have prepared, and so is the rest of the band, and booked off Monday. <laughs> nice, nice. So um, definitely looking forward to uh, having a couple drinks and crashing in Toronto. It's going to be a good party night on a yeah. Sunday. I mean, like it'll be what's the I can't even tell you the last time I went to uh, Toronto and had a good night out. Right. It's since since the pandemic and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. We played the bovine in September and just standing up front of the club, watching all the passerbys in Toronto was so wild to even like experience again, because even like I know the pandemic and I don't want to talk forever about the pandemic, but it's really messed with our minds. Like watching TV, I see two people get close and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Social distance, guys, right? So going out in public and seeing like hundreds and hundreds of people every 10 minutes walking down the street, I'm like, this is wild, right? Total trip. Have you been to a gig since uh, like things have been opening up? Um, I haven't actually. No, I've been it's laying a, pretty low. <laughs> it's it's a weird vibe. I've only been to like uh, a handful. It is still very strange, like even masked up and, uh, you know, vaxxed. It, you, you don't want to get close. Like you naturally have this like you don't want to get too close to people like it's just this. And it's it's never a thing I've ever dealt with before. I'm sure several people could uh, agree or even uh, like, uh, f- you know, it's find similarity in that but uh it's it's weird it's a weird time we're we're it's it's a weird time we're in like the alternate universe this is the weirdest possible scenario we could be in so whatever we're here it's fine (laughs) (laughs) so by now i've let the listeners know what you do but tell us in your words what you do in the music community absolutely so um i've been in the southern ontario music community for god like 15 years now at this point Currently, uh, my current lineup, I am with Astrowitch, uh, with Jen, who formerly is from Panty Christ on drums, and John playing bass. John's played in a whack of bands uh, as well. He's such a phenomenal bass player. Um, Astrowitch has had a couple of different incarnations, actually. So myself, Alyssa, and previously the other Alyssa. That's right. I'm the evil one, though. So. <laughs> Most people are aware of that. That's fine. All the rumors are true. Um, but uh, so we were originally a two piece and that was kind of what I was going for at the time. I was like, okay, heavy kind of doom. And you know, KW um, from Vile Creature, right? Like, I'm like, those guys are cool. Um, originally when we were starting out, that was the kind of vibe we were going for, right? Alyssa ended up leaving. She fell in love and moved to North Bay, um, which is the, the city of love. I've heard. I have no idea. <laughs> that, that's what they say. North Bay. 
(laughs) (laughs) North Bay, the city of love. Um, But she moved away uh, and then Astrowitch in its current um, incarnation as this three piece, we just celebrated our six year anniversary. So, oh, fun. That's awesome. But it's, it's funny that you say KW here. I'm going to show you. I just uh, received my uh, vile creature shorts in the mail. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. Vile creature has the coolest merch. Oh, Seriously. I know. Like just the most creative, the both of them together and everything they do is just I, I'm constantly in awe and inspired by them. Uh, I, I had KW on the show and we talked. I just specifically brought up the merch uh, and uh I just so happened to guess what their mystery uh, item was going to be for this, uh, for the fall. I can't, I obviously I can't talk about it. He made me bleep it out on the show. It was really funny. I just was throwing it. He was talking about all the stuff that they've done in the past for the mystery stuff. And uh, I just threw out the, probably the most ridiculous thing I could think of. And he looked at me and it was like, you need to bleep that out. And then we're, we all just started to laugh because he's like, <laughs> yeah, you totally guessed our next merch item. So yeah, that band is super creative. And, and so uh, 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 how long have you, so you've been together with these folks for six years, but how long has yeah. Astral Witch been a, a band? Oh, I would say like probably like seven, right? So Astro Witch has kind of been kicking around the scene for about seven years. Um, and before that, I was in a couple of different other, other different bands anyway. Um, the Jolly Cuts was a very short-lived kind of uh, punk band. Uh, we did a lot of covers, a lot of weird kind of stuff. And uh, you may be familiar with Racula. So Racula was kind of, <laughs> it was at the end, end of my teenage years and a pretty intense way to live out my like late teenage years, early twenties, we got into a lot of mischief, (laughs) some pretty (laughs) wild things. So, um, but that was a really fun band to be a part of too. Yeah. And Alyssa who played in the band before she plays in within nostalgia, right? Alyssa Brewer. Yeah. She plays in within nostalgia. Um, and, uh, that's with Kai Bell. Kai Bell has been in a couple of other different bands as well. Um, oh God, I always forget North Bay guys. There's a couple of different, like, <laughs> like black metal, like black and death metal, uh, groups up there. Like I said, it's the city of love. That's yeah. where, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Where it comes from. Uh, I, I think I played with them, uh, with, with, within nostalgia, uh, a couple of uh, summers back. Nice. Uh, yeah. In North Bay. Where was that? In North Bay. Yeah. 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 We, we were, we, we did a, I, I played with uh trench lung, uh, which is like Tyson's yeah. band from Windsor. Uh, yeah. 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 And uh, we, we went through North Bay and yeah, they, they, re- they shred. Oh man. Like just wild, absolutely wild band. What venue did you guys play up there? I can't quite remember the venue. It was yeah. more of like a community center. Yes. Okay. Interesting. I think there's like two main places to play up there. Um, and, and yeah, it, it's uh North Bay because there's not a ton of culture up there. Usually you get a pretty good turnout for the shows. So yeah, it wasn't bad. It's always a nice kind of thing, but yeah. Uh, so you mentioned that you quite possibly have a single coming out. Have you three been busy working over the pandemic, like uh, on some new material? Okay. So pandemic, (laughs) it was wild. Okay. So um, I'm a social worker and for the majority of the beginning of the pandemic, I was working frontline in the shelters and uh, working 13 hour days. So I was like, I didn't pick up my guitar for like a while. 
I was not writing. I was just like high stress, adrenaline fatigue, like just like dead to the world. Um, but eventually we were like, oh man, you know, fuck guys, we, we really got to start jamming. Like we got to crank out some tunes. Everybody else has a, you know, a track coming out. Like, what are we doing? Um, so over the last, I don't know, six months or so, we have been working on some tracks. Um, we possibly may be debuting um, a song this Halloween. Uh, I know, I don't, I don't want to hype it up too much in case it's like, oh God, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> psych myself out. No, but yeah, we're hoping to do another album maybe by next summer. That's the goal. Get a couple of videos out there. Um, I've been talking to a couple of people who want to shoot some stuff like uh, Juliana Lachance. I don't know if you're familiar with her. She's just like an all around kind of artist, Ukrainian artist, plays the Bandura, does some really trippy kind of stuff. Murals all over Hamilton. Anybody who drives around Hamilton, you see the funky murals of like fish and waterfalls and bears and whatever. She paints that and she's really good at it. Um, But she wants to direct the next video. So. Oh, interesting. So that's that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. hopefully for this track that we're possibly releasing yeah so um yeah keep an eye out for the single um if i do release it it's going to be on probably the band camp so awesome that's good so you heard it here this episode will definitely come out after halloween unfortunately yeah that's what i was thinking i was like okay so <laughs> wh- where am i talking from am i in the past am i in the future what's we're, going on we're, we're, we're in the future now so halloween would have happened but uh yeah well i'm so i'm hoping that the single is out yeah oh yeah the single's totally coming out cool yeah (laughs) awesome yeah uh so what got you into heavy music and um like into metal growing up okay so um wild story that i've I've probably told a bunch of different times um you familiar with teenage head yes hamilton band hamilton uh royalty so frankie venom actually um i have a picture of him right here so Frankie Venom, um, lead singer of Teenage Head, he played some moderate guitar at some points in his life. Um, he actually taught me how to play guitar oh, when wow. I was nine years old. Yeah, yeah. So he was over every Sunday for, you know, um, roast beef dinner and drinks and guitar. And I was just, I've always been surrounded by music my entire life. And I'm very, very, very grateful and very privileged to have always had a guitar around in the house. So it was always something I was interested in, right? eventually you know I started playing when I was like nine or so was always into like heavier stuff I think so when I was like nine ten eleven um I don't know your age but but new metal was kind of the thing right so I was getting into things like I don't know um corn and slipknot and those kinds of bands I know right but um and then eventually it was like, okay, I'm going to look back and see like the earlier nineties a bit. I started getting into the old grunge stuff, which is kind of my je ne sais quoi. Um, so <laughs> a lot of people, when they, when they're talking to me, they're like, oh, you know, like where they listen to music. Um, oh, it has a grunge flair to it. And I'm like, I don't mean for it to have that, but <laughs> it does. So anyway, I played guitar uh, for a couple of years, um, started a couple actually middle school system of a down cover band oh cool my first band so playing guitar poorly um not bad i would say for like a 12 year old but like not too bad right so those those riffs are tough those riffs are very tough (laughs) and you know i kind of had that like johnny ramone mindset i'm like i'm gonna if i can't play well i'm gonna be the fastest so um i did my best right i started that band and then messed around jamming for a little while with different stuff 
but always surrounded by the punk scene, the rock scene in Hamilton. Um, I got connected with uh, Patty Reese, so original drummer for Panty Christ, and we started jamming, started a band called BDSM Bake Sale. We <laughs> gave away porn and cookie at a, cookie cookies at our show, right? Terrible cookies. They always got thrown back at us, but um, <laughs> that's I, I kind of got more into the punk before I got into metal, right? But I don't know. What do you think? These two worlds, the punk and the metal, they always kind of meet somewhere. Somewhere in the middle there. Yeah, there's, there's uh, always like, uh, you know, I've, I've definitely went through a punk phase growing up. And and like looking back on it now, it's funny that you do say new metal because I think new metal is some of like the earliest times I did listen to heavy music before it got into like breakdowns and screamos kind of stuff. Like before I got into that, it was my brother always had like a Limbiscuit CD laying around and like, yeah. <laughs> and if, when you go back and listen to it, like those are definitely like, they have heavy moments in them. Like, like, and like, uh, Absolutely. and it just it was him playing them all the time. I guess it was never something that I ever considered was like, I just thought it was on the radio. That was the, the end of the nineties or like around that time. Like I I'm, I'm 31. So like, uh, so you're a year younger than me. Oh, okay. So we're around the same age. So like around, like when I was growing up in the late nineties, like, yeah, the, a lot of that heavy stuff was, was con- I don't know, considered mainstream. You didn't really have as much as the internet uh, as you did before. And like corn and Limbiscuit would like, were talked about on MTV and stuff like in videos. Yeah. yeah. Like that was, that was normal play. Like every cover of the hip parader circus, all those old magazines, like that was, and oh my God, do I miss magazines like that? Oh like, yeah. That comes like with like the, walls. <laughs> the, with the posters and they came with the CD, like a demo CD of like yeah. all these bands. And like, that's how you found out of bands. That, that was it. Honestly, nowadays, I mean, there's a couple of uh, magazines that are still pressed. I haven't bought one in quite a while, but they'll even um, put in those vinyl sheets. Right. So of other bands, I don't know if you've seen that. It's yeah. wild. And I love vinyl. Like that's my jam. Right. So those like sampler things, those sampler vinyls. Yeah. yeah. You have to like put it down on like a, like a vinyl pad to play it kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. They're pretty cool. So, but yeah, so the metal thing, I got into metal um, just kind of slowly, you know, um, when I was growing up, I was hanging around a lot of other musicians, young musicians in high school, um, you know, uh, oh God, I think the first time, like, because I, I, I play a little bit of everything, right? Guitar is my main instrument, but I do, I play, I play some shitty bass. I play some shitty drums. Uh, I play a little bit of cello, you know, I play a little bit of everything. So, but the first time I ever played drums was with um, Chris Jawborn. Do you know who that is? I don't. He's played in a couple of bands and oh my God, I'm going to start naming bands and he's probably never even played in them, but I think he was, (laughs) Um, oh God, what is he doing now? He's played in like a bunch of different death metal bands, but phenomenal drummer and like one of the best drummers I've ever seen in my entire life I, I don't think he's playing like a lot right now or if he has been in the last five years but um watching this guy like get on the kit and just beat the fucking shit out of it <laughs> double kick I'm like yeah 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 I want to do that man can I do that so I'm like okay this is how you do it I started playing drums and I'm like this is fun I'm not as angry now right so yeah, I was like, that's going to be my entrance into metal. That's where it's going to go. So, yeah. I, I, I will admit that uh, being a vocalist in a metal band is it definitely has its therapeutic peak or uh, perks, right? Being able to go on stage and scream your brains out and, oh, yeah. and it's so cathartic. It's, it's uh, and the fact that most people don't have 
that kind of outlet for that. Uh, it, I mean, it, it's something I can't imagine without. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the reason why we have so many mental health issues and substance use disorders nowadays because people don't have that outlet. Yeah, right? that's fair enough. I believe it, man. I don't know. That's a social <laughs> worker coming out in me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that cathartic release, getting into metal, that kind of thing, just kind of connecting with some other people in the scene. Um, you know, that's that was kind of my entrance way. There used to be, uh, well, there actually still is a jam space above Leathers on King Street in Hamilton. And, um, oh, Johnny and his mom, Candy, and um, her husband, they own, like, the apartment there. And I think they're the ones who run it out. I'm not entirely sure. But um, that used to be the place, right? And a lot of guys still jam there. Um, but that was the place where, you know, the metal heads hung out. That was it. Like, if you wanted to, you know, be in the metal community, you go there Friday night, everybody's jamming. And that's kind of where you got your legs, which was pretty cool, right? <laughs> yeah. What have been some of your favorite Ontario bands within the last couple of years or so? What's caught your attention? Oh, man. There's Ontario is actually pumping out a lot of really cool. Um, oh, yeah doom and metal and um i gotta give a, a shout out to like my fuzzed and buzz bands so um like haxon and um like lousy riders another phenomenal band are you familiar with those guys no another i'm two not piece? yeah lousy riders um this this girl uh snow on vocals and guitar she is amazing um so they're a two-piece from toronto they're a really great band hammer hands you're familiar with those guys no i'm not i love, oh I love i'm writing them all down write these bands down yeah lousy riders hammer hands um you know pale pale mare yes another phenomenal band right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so these all these bands kind of have like a similar kind of vibe to them i love graber uh we played with them i think once at doors such an amazing show like just I, good vibes right nothing but like good heavy vibes yeah they're, they're, they're a great band they pump out a, especially for a two-piece they just they fill that sound entirely i love the two-piece <laughs> <laughs> long live the two-piece vile creature of course i gotta of give course. a shout out to those guys nothing but good vibes just like musically and like you know socially justice-minded folks you know in, in the best way possible um and really doing a lot for the community um and then uh white swan i would say I don't know if you're familiar with them. So um, Astrowitch has had some fill-ins over the years because John was tree planting off and on seasonally. So when we wanted to do a gig and he's like, man, I can't, I'm going to be out of town. We'd have to get a fill-in. Um, so Mercedes Lander of Kitty, um, the drummer for Kitty, will occasionally fill in on bass or drums for Astrowitch. Um, she fronts a really awesome band called the White Swan. Very doomy, very atmospheric. She plays um, like uh, a synthesizer kind of keyboard and she plays this cool baritone guitar um, and her vocals like are just amazing. So if you're a Kitty fan, check out the White Swan. Yeah, I, I I am a I am a Kitty fan. I'm hoping uh, Helbin at one point is going to do a cover of Kitty <gasps> of Brackish. Oh my god, yeah, that's gonna be the one. Twelve year old Alyssa's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, it was it was it was talked about and it was planned, and uh, you know, you know, thing how things get, you know. 
Oh, you mean musicians aren't totally reliable and have the best time management? <laughs> what? What? What are you talking about? That's crazy. <laughs> so like you've mentioned a couple times that you're a social worker and I normally do a deep dive on social medias, which makes sense why I can't do a deep dive on yours because I couldn't find it anywhere. But Ooh. what are some of your interests and hobbies outside of music? So yeah, I deactivated my Facebook. I do this every once in a while because I'm just like, oh, I can't. People yeah. are just too people-y, right? So I'll take a break every once in a while. I'll probably be back up tonight. Like, honestly, it's usually a couple of days. But um, so yeah, hobbies outside of music, everything is related creative, you know, to creativity for me. Um, so I like... I craft stuff. I, you know, I, I sew things. I've made actually wedding dresses and some pretty wild things. Wow. Um, screen printing. Um, you know, I love to do kind of homesteading stuff. I, I grew like the biggest garden of all the most beautiful plants that you could think of. <laughs> yes, that plant. Um, <laughs> and did some wonderful canning this year. Um, I have the best salsa in the world. I'll make sure to save you a jar. <laughs> Ooh, salsa. I'm totally interested. Yeah. Do you like spicy stuff? I love spicy stuff. Okay. You're going to love my salsa. It's the best. Like I grew up um, in my like earlier twenties in uh, like a Mexican household. So I speak Spanish um, and I was taught authentic Mexican cooking so I can make a salsa casera from scratch. Like it is like, I'm like, wow, this recipe has probably been handed down generations and generations. Like you actually have to get like a motor and pestle and like grind everything up. But it's like the best salsa in the world. Um, but yeah, so other than that, I mean, like creative stuff. I love growing stuff. Um, I'm a huge nerd, basically, when it comes to those <laughs> kind of things. Um, I was, I did part of my identity that I, and I just kind of, I sold my, my car, but it's a good thing because I'm going to move on. I had a 1986 Cadillac hearse. Wow. That's so badass. <laughs> yeah. I had it for, you know, quite a few years. I put some work into it. Um, my original plan was to use it for gigs. Um, it was in great shape, like such a cool freaking car, man. Um, but just looking at it burned gas. So <laughs> it wasn't the best. Um, but yeah, eventually I, I, yeah, I like cars. I like that kind of stuff. I I'm kind of like a Jill of all trades, you know, when it comes to that. Nice, nice. Well, that's great. Good to well, before we get into some anecdotes, I know that you're a big fan of uh, Halloween. Was there any uh, horror movies have you seen recently that uh, like you recommend? I, I I don't watch a whole lot of movies. In fact, I just watched uh, Hereditary for the very first time. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that one that one fucked with me. <laughs> Did it fuck with your head? Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, literally, yeah. <laughs> you got the drum kit behind you man come on um <laughs> have you so you, have you seen midsummer yet no that's the next one that i've been told you gotta watch yeah same director um those two movies are phenomenal um there's some really great ones out there there's nothing that's really stood out to me I, i'm dying to see the new Candyman. um i've heard good things Yes, I love old B horror movies. So for the next couple of days, I will be going on like a VHS, um, <laughs> you know, rewind retro B eighties horror movies. Um, everything from like Basket Case to Nightmare on Elm Street to Brain Dead to you know, like I love that kind of stuff. Um, have you had a chance to check out the Staircase Theater in Hamilton? No, I haven't. Oh man, you have to go. It's really cool. So. A little bit of history. It was the first building in Hamilton to have electricity. 
Wow. Wild. Yeah, it's old. Um, so the folks who run, um, oh, it's a couple, well, one of the guys used to work at Doors, Caleb, who also played in Mare or plays in Mare. Um, and some of the people from, oh, what's that place called on Ottawa Street? I have the worst memory. Um, <laughs> they teamed up and they started this really cool um, theater, playing some old retro movies. Um, you can book it out for events and all the food is vegan and it's really, really good. Yeah. So I don't eat hamburgers, that kind of thing. So like vegan food, I'm, it's, I love it, right? I'm not necessarily vegan or vegetarian, but hey, you know what? If you can get away with eating meat for a couple of days, it's going to do your body good. Yeah. But check that place out. It's full of old, like retro memorabilia, uh, VHS cases, and um, they have a really cool, um, like, arcade game that's a Simpsons theme. Are you into The Simpsons? I love The Simpsons. Uh, cromulent you'll love it um so definitely a place to check out um it's also buzzing with some really cool um vibes that like they just had a show um and unfortunately it kind of turned in i I wasn't able to make it but it kind of turned into like a vigil for for adam wood um who passed away so um yeah he prominent musician within hamilton hung out with the hammer city record guys um, really great guy. Um, he's and played he in played in sick of shit, right? Sick of shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal dude. Very quiet. Um, you know, so, but that place anyway, to kind of go, you know, rest in peace, Adam, um, condolences to everybody, but, um, the staircase theater is hosting shows. So another venue in Hamilton, which is amazing. Right. Really want to play there. I want to do that. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's so funny that you asked me if I like the Simpsons. Alyssa, I have a whole room called the Simpsons room in my house because it's, it's it's like I got all these toys and stuff. And like, it's I'll have to send you a picture. It's ridiculous. I need I need to see a picture. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> there's this uh, there's you, you mentioned your hearse. And this reminded me of this. Uh, have you ever, there's this venue in this rural, it's in rural Quebec. I can't remember where it's like in St. Jean or something like that. And there's this venue called hotel. I think it's called hotel 54. And um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a whole horror theme venue. I think you would love it. It's so cool. So like, yeah, the, the owner has a hearse out front of the place and like they do all these crazy cool nights. And then in the basement of this venue is a, like a haunted house. That they do every oh Halloween. God. Yeah, like it's a Halloween. Like the, the guy took us through. He played some like crazy grindcore over the speaker, which what? sounded yeah, like it was just like and it said it's it was terrifying. And like he didn't have any of the actors going through, like it wasn't like an active haunted house when we walked well, through. They, they gotta get Joey Briggs. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, because he's a <laughs> he's the haunted house guy, right? He's, he's the haunted the, house guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super cool place. I believe it's Ho- Le Hotel Fifty Four. I may Le have got the, I, I may yeah. have got the number wrong. It might be forty five or something. But like, yeah, definitely. If you if you have an opportunity, I'll have to send you a link or something for that place. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Remind me because. Oh man, well, I'm sure people will be, you know, commenting on the podcast after. Yeah, man, I've totally been there. That's so wild, right? Yeah, so yeah. um definitely, yeah, I love those places. Ontario has so many cool tourist attractions, especially if you're into spooky stuff. So totally. Um yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that place out. There's no such thing as
Cool. Awesome. So let's get into some anecdotes. Tell me some of those wild stories you have from being in a band, whether it's on the road or in the studio or at shows. Oh, man. You know what? So as you know, being in a band is nonstop fun and never a dull moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? Like, I think most of the time, like when we're playing in bands and stuff, it's kind of associated with that party vibe, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, it's it's a band is like a family too. So there's a lot of weird things that can happen uh, gigging around the road or whatever. Um, so... <laughs> You ever played uh, the Brunswick in St. Thomas? Um, is it like the only venue in St. Thomas? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the bar with a stage. That's all it yeah, is. It's a, right? it's a bar with a stage. It's an old bar. Um, Larry is the bartender. Um, <laughs> adorable older guy. I don't know if he, this is years ago anyway. Um, but this particular venue and Racula went hand in hand. Like this was... Every time they had any kind of punk show, they were booking Racula. So I vividly, well, there's a couple. <laughs> so um, I may or may not have had too much um, alcohol the evening before. And I was quite hungover on the drive to London. So, you know, Hamilton to London is like a two hour drive. So I'm like, I'm starting to get queasy and queasy and whatever, you know, finally get there. And I'm like, all right, run to the bathroom, go yak. And like, we're headlining for some reason. Um, so we hit the stage and I just keep drinking and throwing up and it's a terrible, terrible night for the most part. I'm having a good time for the most part though, really. Um, so we end, we end up going on stage um, and I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through this set. I am hurting, you know, like it's just, you know, the, the alcohol on top of the old alcohol is just not making sense here. So I decide to grab um, like the garbage can from the bathroom and just like one of those small garbage cans. Um, I put it up on stage with me. Well, first song. Okay, cool. So right before the next song, I yak. Okay. And this is on stage and people are like, yeah, you know, St. Thomas punks, they eat it up possibly literally. Um, So (laughs) no, I love St. Thomas. It's great, great place. So anyway, I, you know, we keep going. I keep throwing up. Eventually we're getting like to the middle of the set because, you know, punk songs are like, you know, a minute and 50 seconds. Um, so <laughs> this guy ends up grabbing the puke bucket and whips it into the mosh pit. There's oh, no. puke everywhere. And then he ends up putting it on his head and oh. dancing around. I know it was disgusting. I felt so freaking bad. And I was like, at this point, I'm like, after because we just kept playing we're like yeah this is great in the moment you're like this is fantastic you know what what better vibe could you get than this um and afterwards i was like man do do i have to clean this up does this come out of our gas money (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy say like i played saint thomas years ago in one of my first bands called the merchant we spent two and a half odd hours driving there in the worst weather ever. Like it was like, it wasn't snowing, but it was like, we were in November. So it was like that cold rain kind of thing. Like it was, it was absolute shit weather. And uh, we, we went there. I think the only thing I remember about the show, there was a couple things that happened. There wasn't very many people there. It was, must've been like a weird day of the night. Um, uh, We drove there and, uh, I think starring Janet Lee played to be entirely honest. Oh yeah. 
I, 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 I have a vague memory of them playing, which was weird because no one was there because they're a sick band and they're sick. Yeah. Band. They, they, I don't know why anyone wasn't there. And um, uh, I, I drove up with uh, my girlfriend, who's my wife, uh, uh, and uh, a couple of our buddies uh, used like an ashtray in her car. And, uh, you know, we we went inside and we hung out inside for a while. And then we, I think for a random reason, you know, someone forgot something in the car. We walked out to the car and it was smoking. The what? like It was like uh, something had caught on fire in the ashtray and we had to like toss oh it out. And if it, it, if it wasn't for someone who for, like forgot their wallet, we like it could have been entirely on fire and we would have been stuck in St. Thomas. Worst case scenario. Worst case Ontario. <laughs> Worst case um, Ontario. St. <laughs> Thomas has some weird vibes, man. I don't know. I just remembered to another time that we played there. Um, and as we pulled up to the only venue in St. Thomas, I'm, I think it's the Brunswick, the Brunny, I think is what it's called. And, uh, you know, I, all of a sudden I see all these people and they have these big signs. I'm like, what? what are, are we huge in St. Thomas? We got fans? Oh, no, 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 no religious protesters they saw the name racula they saw that we were a female punk band and literally stood up front saying we're an abomination like and like stop try to stop us from going in the venue really That's yes same i know saint thomas is a weird fucking town man <laughs> like man. fucking weird i think well saint thomas and london yeah, sorry london. mercedes <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um, you ever play uh, the Embassy in London back in the day? No, I never did. Was was that the one that did, did that catch on fire? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Like that whole area, St. Thomas in London is just fucked. <laughs> um, <laughs> we played quite a few really messed up shows there too. Um, think about the punk scene and I'm sure the same about the hardcore scene and everything like that. Uh, chaos kind of goes hand in hand. So um i remember i think we were opening up for a bunch of fucking goofs and so i go in to use a washroom and i look up you know in the stall and I'm, never look up never look down just fucking stare straight ahead i guess <laughs> um i like you know hovering over the toilet trying to pee and i'm like oh my god this is so gross i don't want to touch anything i look up and they had like you know like office ceiling tiles well one of them was missing and they had patched it with like a clear plastic bag. And I guess there was like a leak upstairs in the apartments or whatever it was. And there was like fucking like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's so gross, but this is a punk rock thing. Like condoms and needles and tampons and like all this fucking shit. And it was like, yeah, London is scary, man. <laughs> it was it, it was in the ceiling? It was in the ceiling in this bag that was like slowly dripping. I got out of there as fast as possible and peed in the alley for the rest of the night. <laughs> that is terrifying. Yeah. And, and the and the toilet is underneath. So that's like a saw trap. Literally, I was like, am I in a horror movie? How do I get out of this? Like, this might have been back in the day, like before cell phones. I don't even remember. Like, I just scream. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to play a game? How badly do you really have to pee? <laughs> how badly do you really want to play the show tonight yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so oh, yeah. funny that's so yeah. funny any more wild stories you know what i'm thinking of a bunch of fucking goofs um so steve goof was running in this venue for a while uh in kensington market on augusta like right down the street from coalition um we got booked on a really cool show with better homes for meaner people and uh martian crisis unit 
really weird band like I always picture kind of like a Frank Zappa meets like I don't know like they're kind of arty nerdy music guys like they're really neat they kind of play into this like otherworldly kind of experience um so we were opening up for these guys and um we first of all we can't find the venue it's like this secret like community hole in the wall venue so <laughs> the instructions we got um were walk down this alleyway you'll see a, the second metal door bang on the door and somebody will let you in so we go and we bang on the door and nobody's answering and then all of a sudden it props open a little bit and there's like a dog there and i'm like is this the venue <laughs> <laughs> they had a fucking dog working the door man like, that's so funny it was so punk rock like we got down into the basement and there's all these guys and there's like fucking passed out on all this old office furniture that they clearly stole to like furnish the venue so it was just such a wild night but yeah what was that venue called oh man i don't i don't even think it had a name because it was so you know you just had to know about it eh? you just had to like there was no way you would ever know that it was there like it was down a dark alley with no light second metal door on the left i'm pretty sure and you had to knock a special knock to get in yeah to knock a special knock and bring a dog treat bring it <laughs> seriously this dog was not fucking around like if you like try to open that door without knocking i there's no telling what he would have done you talk about vacuums or thunderstorms you're not allowed in no that's it like he was very like you know no cats no yeah, squirrels no, no yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing i love that i love that uh, right What's your go-to gas station snack? Oh, um, uh, oh God. Pepperoni sticks. Um, <laughs> the spicier, the better. It's actually like every gig, like for, especially for playing out of town, like London, Ottawa, Montreal, Toronto, even whatever it is. Okay, let's gas up. I'm going to get some pepperoni sticks. Um, the other two in the band are usually like, that's fucking disgusting. I'm like, no, man, it's, it's good. Just nobody like come with it. We have to wear masks now. It's, it's fine. Whatever. I don't care. Um, so we crashed at this place in London once and I, uh, well, <laughs> I threw up and passed out as soon as we got there because, you know, it's heavy metal, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I left my purse somewhere and this place we were crashing at had a cat. The cat somehow got my zipper open went into my purse and ate like at least three of the pepperoni sticks that were oh, in no. I woke up and all my shit scattered all over the place and my pepperoni sticks are missing and I got a brutal hangover. I'm like, no, what happened here? Where's Columbo? I don't know, man. Oh, I love, yeah, those meat sticks, they're, they're, they're badass. I'm definitely a sucker for them. Yeah, is that your jam too? Is that what you get? I, I'm, I'm good. I'm a sucker for those. And I, well, yeah, it, it all depends on really how, how, how stoned I am. I suppose you can not say oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, whether I'm feeling the chocolate or the gummies, like it, like if I'm feeling a savory, yeah, the meat, the meat sticks, but I also, sure. I'm also a big fan of like the Twinkies, the hostess stuff. Like the little okay. Anything that's like a baked good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't care like if it's like uh convenience store gas station stuff or Tim Hortons or whatever I'm like a donut a cake I love it so good but so picture this you're you're in a, a like Astral Witch is as big as Metallica like you're 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 huge you're playing arenas what's your rock star dream rider what's in the green room waiting for you um I'm going to preface this with, um, I hate Metallica. <laughs> Fair enough. 
<laughs> Usually that's like that. How do you feel about Metallica? I love Metallica. You know what? And I, I feel like I've been like banned from like certain social groups because I because of my feelings about Metallica, honestly. Are you a, a Megadeth fan? Yes, I am. Okay, so, so you're one or the other, which is totally fine. Okay, that's cool. All it's, right. It's so, Pepsi or Cola. It's Pepsi or Cola. Okay, so, <laughs> so what is it? Death, yeah. what, is what, it what? Pepsi or Coke, though? I don't know. <laughs> it's whatever one that you like. Love it. Um, so yeah, if I had like my my must-have dream rider, um, which actually we played a gig, well, Racula played a gig. Um, we opened up for uh Teenage Head and the Forgotten Rebels at Hamilton Place. It was a really wild show. We did have a rider. Um, we didn't get anything on it. They never <laughs> provided it to us. I'm like, what the hell, man? But they, it was the only time I've ever been asked. Um, so yeah, if I I don't know, if I had my dream rider, it would probably be. Um, I don't know, probably some dope, some booze. Um, God, I really, I sound like Mustangs, uh, Dave Mustaine, sorry, uh, like circa 89 here, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know, just like some, some good things. I don't know. Um, I heard you guys talking before about the clean socks thing. Yeah. It's gotta yeah. be like a must have, right? Yeah, clean socks and underwear, I think someone said. For sure. Yeah. I remember yeah. one time I asked uh, Joey Shithead from DOA because we opened up for them a few times too. Awesome guys. Um, I said to Joey, I'm like, why do you always wear your, your own band shirt, man? Like, what is with that? Why do you always wear the DOA shirt? And he goes, when you're on the road, sometimes there's nothing else clean. <laughs> I'm like, Dude, I get it. Yeah. I get that now. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. That's I, I'm a I'm a simple woman, man. I don't need much. <laughs> uh, one of the best ones I heard was uh, take a dog for a walk. Any dog for like that, whatever city you're in, you know, just you get to take a dog for for a walk. That is so wholesome. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I can't remember. Tim were telling me that, but he, it's from another a, a band specifically uh, asked for that. Yeah. Have you ever read that book? It's called um, Semi Related. Uh, do you have anything to declare? No. Okay. Well, um, I got to give you the salsa and I'm going to lend you this book. A um, couple of guys from Hamilton interviewed bands from all over the world. And it's all about crossing like metal bands, exclusively metal bands. So every band that you could ever think of, all your favorite metal bands are in this book. Um, and it's all about border crossing. So issues they've had crossing the border. And there are some really fucked up experiences um, and like stuff you wouldn't think of like, Oh God, uh, Alyssa didn't study geography, but like Switzerland and Germany, are they side by side? Is that a thing? Uh, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, geography with musicians. Yeah, exactly. I'll take Canada for 200. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all we know. <laughs> that's it. Um, but yeah, like these, these experiences, right? Like just like crossing the border and like not getting things on your rider. And like, um, it's just, it's so wild to kind of see these experiences, but I think, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, or if you've heard anything different, bands get treated way better in like Europe and overseas. Yeah, right? no, you're, you're totally right. I, I, they, they, um, if I'm not mistaken, when, when KW, when I asked KW about the rider, he said that when you, when you tour Europe, you have to have a rider for every show. Uh, and, uh, I think one of actually now that I'm remembering it, one of their things on their writer was uh, a picture, uh, a framed picture of a local celebrity. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah and that, that I was, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one, right? Yeah, you go to like you go to the Ukraine, it's like Tarev Shochenko. 
<laughs> Who the fuck is that? He, he played Bandura very good. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, no, Europe, I, I believe it's a whole different ball game as far as like uh, you, get, you get, I think it's a lot to get there, but I think it's worth it once you start booking the gigs. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Have you guys been out that way? No, I've never been to Europe. No, man, me neither. I need to go. I've never uh, even toured the States to be entirely that's honest. That's what I was going to ask. Where's the farthest you guys have been? Like any of your bands? Um, the farthest I've ever been was actually out East Halifax. Okay. What's Halifax like? Halifax is a weird city. I love the city. Actually. I love this. Like as far as it looks and it's a beautiful place. Um, but may, every time I've played there, it's always been like the, not the best gig, which kind of bums me out because like I said, I love the city. I even love enjoy, like I enjoy being there. But uh, it's always been like a okay turnout, um, different different kind of vibe. But uh, yeah, Halifax is a good time. New Brunswick is a good time. There's this place called a Panic Room, and this just I think it's just somebody's place that he's rented out, and he just goes oh, cool. there. It's it's like his own bar. Like it's not regulated. Like it's just like it, it's kind of like no man's land. And uh, I've played there a couple times. Great time, great time. People go wild there. Oh my god, I love that. Like, oh. It's just, it's such a good vibe. Sometimes those DIY venues, I know you talked to Bones before too, and some of the like venues that she's hosted, there's just something so community oriented, pure and like magical about those DIY venues. Right. Mm. Um, And I was thinking like when the pandemic first started, okay, you know, unless we support, you know, bars and and venues with takeout and stuff, you know, all all these venues are going to close and a lot of them did. And then I was thinking, well, maybe we'll see a resurgence in the DIY venues, but I haven't, you know, I mean, we're not quite at that point, I think yet. Like we just got the word that we're allowed to be free, you know, in public places. So, um, I think it's going to take some time, but what do you think? I have a question for you. Um, How do you feel like playing to like those small, you kind of said it, but like playing to just a couple of people versus playing to like the big shows that are like packed or sold out. Like do you, it doesn't make a real difference for you for that vibe on stage. It actually depends on really how the day goes. I'll be entirely honest. If I've spent the entire day driving for eight hours, it can be a bit of a bummer when you're only playing to a couple people. But if you're if you've only gone like a half hour and like there is only a couple people, I don't mind putting on the show. And in fact, at the end of the day, I still do put on the show. I like to always treat every show like it's like if there was one or two or like 50 people there. But like I can't. I can't lie. It definitely bums me out a little bit, but like, will I show it necessarily on stage? Maybe not. No, no. And you know what? Like, I feel like most musicians are like a different person on stage too. You know, you, you, you are who you are, where you are. I mean, like we all wear different hats and have different roles. So once you get up on stage, you're like, you, you take on that embodiment of like whatever your persona is. So if you can get into that role, quote unquote role without sounding gimmicky. Yeah, some of us do have gimmicks, whatever. Um, (laughs) But like (laughs) you can change the vibe of the crowd too. So sometimes if it is only like two people, you know, the bartender and the sound guy, then yeah, or the other bands, unless they're out like smoking and drinking in the alley, um, it's still a good vibe. It's still a good vibe overall. Yeah, I think the environment's also important too. Like there was one time I played a rant. There's one time I couldn't even tell you what city it was in. It was it was out east. It was in New Brunswick. And before we showed up, it was like a painting class happening. Oh god! It was like a whole Bob. It was like a whole Bob Ross thing. Like people were like the the 
instructor was painting one thing and they were all painting the same thing. And then of course, before the, like the show started, like they all cleared out. Like these are moms and like, like people's grandmas just trying to learn how to do something on like a, like a random night. And then like, like it was us and a couple other bands. And like, I think the bartender even left at one point. Like it was just like, (laughs) nobody was sticking around. And like, I think I remember having a good time at that show because it was just like, nobody gives a shit about us. Like I could, they like, I'm going to have fun with this. You didn't go full Gigi Allen or anything, did you? No, 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 nothing <laughs> like that. No, no. I, I think we just took some extra big pauses between songs. And like, I think we were literally just playing to bands. Um, but like it is. And I, it was seated. There were seats. Oh, ew. And like that was on this. It was because. Weird vibe. <laughs> it wasn't a lot of people. It was just like, it was a weird vibe. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you want to like change your genre all of a sudden. Like, okay, so do I unplug and grab an acoustic? What happens here? Yeah. (laughs) What are your top five favorite artists of all time? Okay. So um, I I mentioned that I'm like a huge grunge buff, right? So like I, you know, went back in time and I I tried to relive the nineties when I was 18. I, I took off to Seattle on the Greyhound bus with just my guitar on my back and only enough money for like a couple of days. Um, and I did like, you know, what are they, like a pilgrimage, you know, people go back to the Holy Land. <laughs> so I did that. Um, so I went back, I, I went or I went to Seattle um, and I, I checked it all out. I, I saw a couple of shows. I think the first time I went, I went to like um, a Lane Staley tribute show that his mom had put together. Oh, um, cool. But like, like I said, I didn't have enough money to get there. So I was like at Pike Place Market busking for days. I was sleeping in churches. Like I was sleeping like in buildings. Like I was like, I have to do this. I have to like, I really, that in itself, I could tell you like a million fucked up stories about that experience. But um, anyway, going back to my five favorite bands, they're probably all going to be grunge bands. Number one being Alice in Chains. Um, Hell yeah. I am a huge Chains fan. Um, Jerry Cantrell, I think, is part of the reason why I play guitar. Um, I have a GNL. I love GNLs. I want his custom GNL. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> I would say probably next would be like um, anything that Mark Lanigan touches. So Screaming che- Trees, uh, uh, Queens of the Stone Age, any of his solo stuff. Um, yeah, this is a hard question, man. To like yeah. <laughs> five. I try to think of like my go-tos, like when I'm having a good time, like Saturday night, what do I throw on? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now, most of the time it's Stomp and Tom. Nice, <laughs> nice, awesome. <laughs> Actually, I do love Stomp and Tom. So you know when I when I crank out the Stomp and Tom and start playing the spoons, you're in for a great time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, like I I do I I think as like music fans and musicians, we all kind of go through phases. So most of the time it kind of switches up, but like what I've been listening to a lot lately is, um, you know, I love Lousy Riders, their CD, their last album is constantly in rotation for me. Love Vile Creature, um, the new Red Fang. I don't know, did you see yeah. the video for that? Oh, Wild. I haven't seen the video, no, but they always put on cool videos. All their videos are so good. Actually kind of disappointing live. Oh, really? Surprisingly. I was, yeah, I seen them at Psycho Las Vegas a few years back and it was kind of a bummer. Um, but yeah, the new video is hilarious. Uh, Matt Pike is in it. Uh, the guys from Yob are in it. Um, so it's, yeah, 
pretty good. Um, Yob is another great band that I love too. Um, but yeah, I think I've named like a, quite a few bands there. <laughs> What, what about for you? Has anybody ever turned that question around on you? Nobody has. Uh, I could probably list off a uh, top five. Um, top probably being my favorite artist is uh, a rapper from Minneapolis called Atmosphere. Uh, him and uh, t- uh, another, like it's, it's two guys. One does the beat and he does the rapping. I've always loved Atmosphere. Definitely one of those per, uh, bands that I go to uh, when, when, you're, when you're, it's like a go-to band. Okay, what what do they rap about? Like, is it just like also like he's been around for a long time? Um, so they they rap about all sorts of like it's like underground hip hop stuff. So yeah. it's like it's it's not it's like it's not at all like about the monies and like the like the uh, monies and the hose and the monies and the hose and nothing like yeah. that. No, it's <laughs> it, it, it's more playful than that. And especially now that he's getting older, he's even considered like called himself Dadmosphere. So like he does like it, yeah no it's he, I love he's my Cheeky. he's my He's my favorite artist, to be entirely honest. Okay, I'm um, gonna check him out, man. Second would probably have to be probably Metallica. I'm not gonna lie to you. Ooh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> probably be Metallica, just because uh, they're they're one of those bands that I grew like just was obsessed with growing up. Uh, I'll move along because I don't want to talk you off. No, I was gonna, no, it's totally okay. <laughs> um, if this podcast actually makes it onto anecdotes, um, I just want to thank Phil because of my opposition to Metallica that he still respects me as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Why, why wouldn't I, right? <laughs> uh, just bugging you. They're not uh, so bad. <laughs> Three, I'd probably say every time I die. Oh yeah, great band. I love that band to death. They just put out that new record. Obsessed with it entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Now we're getting into like two more left, eh? So these are the ones that like this is where it gets, starts getting tough. Exactly. That's like when you have to have those thoughts because it's like, okay, um, you know, like, do I stick to like things that are like my classics, you know, like, you know, when I was a kid, yeah, these are my top favorite bands or is it what I'm listening to right now? I, I will admit um, I was a, I'm, I was a huge brand new fan growing up. And obviously mm-hmm. because of all the allegations and whatnot, I don't really listen yeah. to brand new anymore, um, but I can't, I can't pretend like I didn't listen to that band a bunch listening. Uh, would they make my top five now in this list? Maybe not, but um, mm-hmm. I guess I definitely have to like, they were up there for sure. I'm trying to think of some other cool bands. I mean, that, that that's another thing. Like, I'm always all over that. Like you said, it goes in phases and whatnot, right? Yeah. Depending on what your mood is, depending on what's going on in your life, it's going to change what you're listening to. Like, I went through a week, a um, couple weeks back, where all I listened to was Father John Misty. Oh, cool. Like, yeah. I don't know if you checked him out. It, he's a sub pop um, signed guy. Um, he <laughs> His lyrics are wild. His uh, musical stylings do not go with the lyrics, which I love. I think that's fantastic. Like, um, but yeah, you know, so it kind of changes. Have you checked out uh, Will, uh, Wade McNeil's new project, Doom's Children? No. It's this really like psychedelic kind of punk project it's really cool actually i just listened to the record today psych punk huh yeah it kind of reminds me of like if like maybe like chuck reagan met uh the grateful uh the grateful dead really yeah 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 <laughs> check it out That's yeah awesome. yeah it's it, like it it, it it definitely has that vibe to it okay Very i was cool. i was also just trying to buy some time to think of my fourth and fifth year i'm sorry um man Balance and Composure is a great band. 
Mm-hmm. I like that band. And I've been obsessed with that new turnstile record. I haven't heard it. Uh, okay. So it's like this, they're, they're typically a hardcore band, but this new record has all sorts of different like fusion influences into it. And it's like rock dude that. Yeah. So it's a, it's just a really cool record. I've been upset. The record's called glow on. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll check it out. What do you think of bands who don't like, okay. I know people get upset. Like either I've heard it both ways. I've probably said it both ways. If a band is, true to their style album and album album again oh man all this stuff all sounds the same um and then when they switch it up and you're like wow they've really changed like when you see that kind of stuff sometimes it's refreshing and sometimes i don't know what do you think uh it all depends on where the change happens uh like obviously i'm always for i'm always for new things happening for a band uh I, I you know what and every time i die is a great example i'm gonna use that band for, uh, for an example that new record yeah. they put out sounds nothing like the stuff that they've put out before but it still sounds like the band every time i die which i absolutely love so yeah. i'm obviously down with the change but if you're gonna do something different it necessarily it doesn't Bring Me to the Horizon's a band where like doesn't the new stuff doesn't really I can't I, I know a lot of people love that band and I can understand why but like the new stuff doesn't resonate with me no but, but that band I loved in high school like all the heavy stuff but like yeah I I also respect the direction they go on in like it doesn't it's not for me but I respect so I guess like you could say that I'm for it I'm all for change for it yeah you know it shows growth especially like you know as musicians that's always a good thing mm-hmm. um. I don't ever want to be like pigeonholed into a genre. Like the first time that Astro Witch played, we didn't have a name and um, we didn't have a genre. We got labeled doom. Like that wasn't, I wasn't playing to play anything. I was just like, this riff's fucking cool, you know, Mm -hmm. which ended up being the song 86. Um, So like, I was like, that's, that's what it is. And then people were like, oh, you know, it's Black Sabbath, but like meets babes in Toyland because I'm a woman. So it has to um, (laughs) be related to some other female band. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what, Alyssa, I think I'm going to end it there. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this with me. So amazing. Thank you for having me. I love having these kinds of chats about music. I really appreciate it. Where can the listeners find all your social medias? And if there's anything else you have left to plug or give a shout outs to now would be your time. All right, guys. So um, we are definitely going to be booking some more shows in the spring. We're going to have a video coming out, a whole, hopefully a new album next summer. Um, but check us out. Um, we are available on all the streaming platforms, Spotify, iTunes, all, et cetera. And you can um, buy merch and the albums and stream for free at um, astrowitch.bandcamp.com. Awesome. So we're going to end with the song called Rune by Astro Rich. I messed that up. Rune by Astral Witch. There we go. <laughs> Thanks, Phil.
so much for listening to this week's episode of Banecdotes. That was my conversation with Alyssa Nicole of Astral Witch. If you aren't already, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review. Leave a comment in the comment section. Follow us on Instagram at Banecdotes, B-A-N-D-E-C-D-O-T-E-S. And if you want to be a part of the show in any capacity, like my cat, Butters, who insists on meowing when I track. Um, <laughs> shoot me an email, banecdotes at gmail.com. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about something. Let's get you on the show. Let's have you tell a wild story. Let's tell your story. <laughs> All right, folks, I'm going to get going. Dinner's ready. Take it easy, folks. <laughs>